0: Hello and welcome to Giants Spotlight. Thank you for listening wherever you get your podcasts. Today we are going to talk about the Giants trading for A.J. Pollock and how that fits into the system. With Marco Luciano called up, how does this affect the middle infield needs at the trade deadline? Also, who should the Giants go for to help their starting pitching needs? All of that and more in a minute. So, as promised, we are going to talk about what happened today and more recently is that the Giants traded for AJ Pollock, and that is big. I mean, for the Giants, we've been looking for a trade, and I think there's been a lot of trades that have happened in the past week, and some interesting ones that I might not have expected Kike Hernandez and Joe Kelly both going back to the Dodgers, as well as them getting Lance Lynn. That is something that's kind of interesting, and I think that plays on some of the nostalgia of the fans, especially considering that both of those guys were there for the 2020 World Series. I'm not saying that those getting like them getting those guys is going to win them the World Series. In fact, I hope the opposite. I think that they are going for guys that I didn't expect them to get. Maybe they needed a right-handed bet, but we don't need to talk about the Dodgers too much, considering this is a Giants podcast. Anyways, the Giants get A.J. Pollock and that was kind of an interesting get we weren't expecting an outfielder especially at the trade deadline they also got someone else who was a utility player from seattle i haven't been able to find the name though so that now we're just stuck with aj pollock on this podcast they got him and he's a 35 year old outfielder he's only hitting 173 on the season though the numbers have not been good he's hit 173 with an on base of 225 slugging 323 this year and that doesn't look too pretty of course but aj Pollock is at a you know an interesting track record he's been a pretty consistent guy and has been a good clubhouse presence he's also a veteran clubhouse presence and the giants you know being such a young team maybe that can benefit them in a way but farhan you know he said that he was looking for a little bit of a change of scenery and wanted him to have some play discipline i mean they got him expecting him to have that plate discipline And he's a utility guy. He's able to move around the field. And I think that's what they're definitely looking for right now. Because as we know, the Giants have been talking about needing middle infield depth, especially with Tyro Estrada on the injured list. And I think that's all interesting because now with Marco Luciano called up, you do have some more middle infield. And Brandon Crawford came off the IL recently, and he's been able to play shortstop. But you also have the fact that Luciano who's the Giants one of the Giants top prospects probably the guy with one of the highest ceilings for them in the farm system is now up and playing in the majors you have two 21 year old players in the majors on the Giants you have Marco Luciano and you have Luis Matos and you know Luis Matos has been successful you've seen him do pretty well and he's had he's had good at bats he's walked a lot it's going to be interesting to see how he grows as a player but you have awesome now Luciano who has played shortstop for his entire time in the minors. So it's a little bit different compared to Casey Schmidt, who you've moved around from third to short to second. Now you just have a guy who's only a shortstop. And I think what we're going to be seeing is a little bit of a, uh, sorry, I can't speak, a little bit of a platoon between Luciano and Crawford, considering Crawford's a left-handed bat and Luciano's a right-handed bat. But eventually Luciano is one of those guys that you had playing every day. He has tremendous power and has a very good bat. And if you're able to get that going, he could be a potential threat for other teams and a very good piece of this Giants franchise for years to come. You also have to talk about the fact that Tyro Strada will be coming off the injured list, I think closer towards the end of August or maybe middle of August. I haven't been able to look completely. But once he comes back, you'll have enough help in that middle infield. So I think the Giants aren't really looking for too much middle infield help anymore. You might be looking back at the starter realm where their needs are definitely more important there are a lot more starters i mean a few of the starters have you know disappeared off the market and there's not as many starters left but a main one that everyone is talking about is justin verlander justin verlander is a starter you know of course for the mets he's had an excellent career he's going to be a hall of famer no doubt he's been one of the best pitchers and he had a great season last year that earned him a Cy young on the astros which is just insane at the age of 40 like come on that's just crazy old manpower like on the mound and i think with him you could see a trade for the giants to the mets to try to bring justin Verlander over and the giants you know they have they have web they have Cobb, but after that there's kind of some inconsistency that you're seeing here you see that wood who comes in and doesn't pitch too well he's had some struggles as of recently Desclafani, I'm pretty sure is on the IL right now, but he has had some struggles for the year for the Giants. You've had other starters who haven't been able to get it done, such as Ross Stripling or Sean Mania, both guys who've given up runs and given up a lot of home runs as well. You have both of those guys who you might not see being able to do that starter role anymore like they expected them to. They kind of expected a lot more than they got out of those certain pitchers, especially Ross Stripling. And I think it would be an excellent idea for the Giants to trade for Justin Berlander. You get two years, I'm pretty sure two years on that contract and you'll be able to get him. And if you're looking at making a postseason run, like the Giants are looking to make and are in the running for Justin Berlander is a guy you would definitely want on the mound. Who's had postseason experience throughout. I mean, he's, he's a great pitcher. You also have Blake Snell, which I'm not sure if the Padres are really gonna sell though, because the Padres have been doing better after the break. And, you know, their run differential is is not in the negatives. It's in the it's in the positives. It's one of the highest run differentials in the NL. And you know, I say that because run differentials can really show you whether a team should be at the record that they are. And if you have a team with a negative run differential, they should more they're more than likely going to have a losing record because that's just how it is. And if you have a team with a positive run differential, you're out they're going to have more of a chance of having a you know more wins than losses. And that's just the trend that has been shown throughout. But there are certain examples such as the Cubs, who also have a, a positive run differential and one of the higher run differentials in the NL, who struggled for a while and were under 500 until I think about this last week. And with Blake Snell, You know, on the Padres, the Padres are coming back up and they have a positive run differential. So the trends might be going back to where the the Padres will be a winning team yet again. But whether they can compete or not is the question. And Blake Snell has been one of the best pitchers in the MLB for a bit now. He's been just dominant. And I think a lot of teams are looking at him thinking that he could do something really good for them. And I think that would be an interesting trade for the Giants because they need starting pitching. The starting pitchers like Wood and like Wood and Descalfani and Manaya those are guys you just don't trust on the mound as much as you do when Webb or Cobb are on the mound. And you need another guy other than just those two. You need another arm in that rotation to be able to carry some of the weight. And I think they're looking for more of a frontline starter. I don't know if they're completely looking for someone who's just You know, under the radar, although Farhan has had a trend of getting under the radar guys to perform really well in San Francisco. You also have to mention that Paul DeYoung from the St. Louis Cardinals is like in that list of trades, and I've talked about him a little bit before. But he is a shortstop, and I think that the Giants, like I said, I'm not sure how much they're looking into that middle infield market anymore considering where they're at with calling up Luciano and potentially getting Tyro Estrada back at some point. And recently, I mean today, they just called up uh, Izan Diaz. So you have him. You also have Eduardo Rodriguez from the Tigers who's having a pretty good year, um, and I think that would be another good idea for the Giants to bring him over. I mean – It wouldn't cost as much as it might be for Berlander, but you could get him over and you could have a decent rotation with uh, Webb and Cobb and Rodriguez. And that would be a solid rotation going into like a postseason run. You could definitely see that happening for the Giants. There's There's other pitchers on this market. And apparently Josh Hader, which I actually didn't know was on this market, is on this market. I mean, the Giants already have a closer, so I don't think there's too much to talk about there considering how well Camilla Duvall has done this year. There's a lot lot of just people that could be traded for sure, and it just depends on how well the team is doing. The Cubs had a lot of people they might have traded or were going to trade, but since they've done so well, In these past couple of like games and they've been able to bounce back to over 500 you can see that they're not as willing to trade those guys anymore especially considering people like uh who am i who am i gonna say bellinger and you know stroman those are guys that they're gonna need if they're gonna try to make a postseason run there were some players that were definitely talked about getting traded and you could see those players still getting traded Because once you get close to the trade deadline, which is tomorrow, you're going to see a lot more people getting traded. It all happens at the last minute, especially for the big blockbuster trades that you might be thinking of, like Justin Verlander. But Marcus Stroman was someone we discussed the Giants possibly trading for, although he hasn't had the best numbers in the past month. He's still been a very effective pitcher in his career, and that could be someone that the Giants also go for. The starting pitching needs are major for this Giants team they're going to need starting pitching. They definitely need that going into a series like this one where they're playing the Diamondbacks, and they're going to be playing them for four games, and you're not too far off from the Dodgers in the and, you know, the NLS. The NLS is a pretty tight race right now. It's really not that far apart. There's there's a lot going on, and it feels like every game matters at this point because you have, I mean, you're like one and a half games back from the Dodgers, I think two overall. I think you're two. I think you're two games back from the Dodgers and you could definitely make a push there, but you're also at the Leo, the wild card. And there's other teams in that wild card. who could definitely kick you out. So it's definitely not a guarantee. Plus if you do win the, if you do win your division, you could get a potential buy. There's a lot that's going into it right now. And I think that the giants have a potential to take the division. Of course, there's no, you know, you could take those teams down like the Dodgers or the diamondbacks and you could secure a lead in the division and potentially get just big, big things to happen. But overall, I think the giants are really ready to make a move. I think Farhan is definitely going to make a move soon. And he already has with Pollock and, you know, he already has talked with the Mariners, but there has been discussion of him talking about Verlander and there's been other pitchers that they have talked about as well. There's been several needs for the giants though. And I think a big one is, you know, a big bet. They haven't had a big bet. Um, too much this year. Everyone has been able to contribute though and that's what you're saying now is everyone's passing the baton to each other and you're seeing a new person every night considering the two walk-offs that have just happened. I mean, Peterson walked off and the day before that it was Davis with one of the most beautiful home run like home run deals I've ever seen. One of the coolest bat flips I've ever watched and he had to watch that and it hit the pole and it was fair and it was a fun game to watch for sure but you're going to see a lot from this team. And I think a big thing is that when you get into this offseason, the big name is Showhead. I don't think Shohei is going to be traded anymore. The Angels have been doing well. They're above 500. And you, I mean, I don't think they're going to trade him. He's such an important piece to their team. And you could definitely see them trying to make that postseason run, especially with the trades they just recently did to get CJ Krohn and uh, somebody else. I completely forgot who it was, but I might get back to it if I remember the name. But the Angels, they're about three and a half games out of the wild card, and if they're able to pull off a wild card spot, they could potentially go for a big postseason run. Although, I think the Angels don't think that Shohei is going to stay, considering that they've reloaded a lot with a bunch of players. Shohei is going into the free agent market, and the Giants have a potential to try to get him. I mean, you have... Now it's not about trading, it's about money. And not even just money, it's also location for him. He does want to stay on the West Coast, so there's going to be a lot of talk about that for sure. And Cobb has already done some recruiting on that as well. But as I said, you know, the Giants, they're like really close behind the two games back from the Dodgers. The Dodgers are 59 and 45. The Giants are 48 and, or not, 58, excuse me, and 48. And the Diamondbacks are 56 and 50. The Giants could definitely pull through and this is something to note is that the Diamondbacks have a negative run differential. That's something to look at. They have a negative run differential. I don't know how sustainable the team is going to be going into the second half. They could very well miss the wild card. And as of right now, they're actually out of the wild card. So maybe, maybe you see a big D backs fall off, but I'm not completely sure because every team goes through their stretches for sure. We definitely have, but Anyways, that's all I'm going to have for Giant Spotlight today. Thank you for listening wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to watch all the Giants games that you can. Have a good day.